Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Friday, February 18th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. You remarked that it smells like sausage in here. Yep. Justin's out there, our midday guy. Apparently he has just a mound of sausage that he's mowing down on right now. Full sausage breakfast. I mean, that Whoa. is a good smell. I'm okay with it. But Stopped at Denny's to go. Came right, came right here. Straight sausage. Not, <laughs> no, nothing else. I just want more sausage. Thank you. Uh, today was a super fun show. We didn't talk about anything too, too heavy. No. Um, nothing about COVID. Nothing about protests. No. Just a... Kind of a fun Friday show with some good laughs. Fun Friday. We're going to talk about soap operas Mm. and etymology, a prank that McKenna played on me. We're going to talk about walking out on your bill at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Insults that don't include swears. Uh, Big, big news for Terry's in this part of the world. Huge Terry news. The funniest convention we've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. But first... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. And the funniest thing happened to me at the gym yesterday as I was uh, well, I was as I was leaving and going to change in the change room. Uh, I started to take my stuff off and there was an older guy on the bench beside me. It's always how great stories at the gym start. <laughs> Old yep. guy in the change room? Yeah. Yep. He wasn't naked. Oh, okay. That's often how they go. But yep. he, uh, he said, he's like, excuse me. And I had my headphones and I took them out. And I was like, yeah. He's like, could you help me put my backpack on? And I said, well, absolutely. You yeah. know, I figured he probably had, you know, some limited mobility. And For I was sure. like, yeah, let's get you in here. So we got his backpack on and he was like, thank you. I said, no problem. Went back to changing. And he said, do you have a, do you have a cell phone on you? And I said, yeah. And he's like, I don't remember if I put my phone in my backpack or not. Could you call it? And I mean, normally I don't like to give my number out to people like that. And Fair. when you call someone, you will. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, he's a nice old guy. He's yeah. not what's going to happen, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll call your phone. So I, I call it. I was like, will it ring? And he said, yeah. So I put my ear next to his backpack and yeah, I could hear it ringing in there. And so I hung up and he's like, is it in there? And I said, oh yeah, hundred percent. I heard it ringing. And he's like, thank you. And I said, no problem. And it went back to changing. And then he's like, here's your reward. And he's he reached into his pocket and pulled out like loose crackers or something. And he's holding like, oh my god! He's like out of plantain chips or something. He's holding them in his hand. He just pulled loose from his pocket. Oh, he's like, here's your reward. And I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good, thanks. And he's like, please take them. And I was like, well, God bless. I was like, for- you know, I'm on a pretty strict diet. I better not. So, oh my! I don't really That's want adorable. Just loose crackers. As out if of your- you're a dog. Like, here's your treat. <laughs> Like what? It's a report. I was like, really, man. It was no big deal. Yeah. And then he said, 
okay, well, if you change your mind, you have my phone number and you can call me tomorrow. Holy crap, that's amazing. (laughs) Can you please phone him today and be like, actually, on second thought, could I have those plantain crumbled chip things? You know, I was thinking, you got any of those pocket crackers still? You got got any crackers loose in your pocket? Are they still in the pocket from yesterday, though? Because I need them a little more mushed. (laughs) The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading this interview with Matt Bellamy of Muse yesterday, and he was talking about how he likes to keep on top of the latest technology in pyro for his live shows. Keeps up on the latest when it comes to pyrotechnology. What's new in pyro, Matt? That's, honestly, like, is there a, a pyro newsletter? Like, you start thinking, <laughs> but you're like, how does one keep up on the latest in pyro? Like, is there a pyro convention? <laughs> pyro convention would be funny. Um, I looked <laughs> it up, and there is. There is a pyrotechnics guild and an actual pyro convention that happens. Oh, my goodness. I know. Where is it? I, it's got to be in Vegas. I'm is sure it Vegas? it's in Vegas. Okay. Every convention is in Vegas. And especially that one. Oh, my God. What that is one's it? mostly in Vegas. What exactly does that look like, though? <laughs> I, well, I think everyone in there is missing eyebrows and stuff. Like, Absolutely. everybody is maimed in some way from the pyro. Do you have to sign a waiver so. <laughs> before you walk in? Just to get, There's just, like, flames shooting up everywhere. Oh! Ah! Oh, it would be a, it'd be a fun place to go to, wouldn't it? It would be. Like, you have to wear fire retardant clothing just in case. You walk out, like, all the foliage around the convention center is just burnt. Everybody's just experimenting. Bunch of pyros they together. Have, like, oh, my God. I'm trying to think of what the conventions on either side in the convention <laughs> hall would be. And there's like, what the hell is going on over there? You open the door. <laughs> Everything's everyone's clothing just has burn holes. <laughs> Some guy walking around in like one of those fire suits doing oh that that burn walk, Pull that crazy burn fire. walk. No one has arm hair, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my uh, god! All these old vets of the road. <laughs> well, I lost this finger with Def Leppard in '82, and this one with Scorpions in '87. No one has it's their like, digits. Like no. it's just. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, if you have a Terry in your life, chances are he was just vibrating yesterday. Oh, my God. There was a big, big announcement in Terry World. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning of September, there's a show at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton featuring Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts. Yeah. Like... Terry heard that, and he may have wept in joy. <laughs> Terry may have pooed himself and then had to hustle off. I, he probably did. <laughs> Back to the trailer to, Terry to change his pants. definitely hung over this morning <laughs> in anticipation of this concert. He okay, pre-drinking last he's, night, did he? He's, oh, yeah. And he will be till this concert happens. <laughs> Holy man. Oh, Those man. are some Terry bands, oh, hey? Wow. Oh, wow. All in one place in Edmonton? Like, yep. think of the oiler jerseys that are going to be at that show. Oh, and the mullets and the skullets and the... And the smoking the, outside. Oh. How big is the smoke pit They're going to have to make a special... Uh, they're going to have to make a temporary smoke pit. Do they realize this, right? Like, it has to be bigger. If there's still no in and out privileges, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have a riot on their they're hands. They're going to. <laughs> they're going to have some very Terry's, agitated Terry's. Terry's just going to be smoking in the bathroom, let's be honest. Or at his seat. He doesn't agitary, care. Dear. Yeah. Try and stop all of us. Right? <laughs> Everyone to collectively together, let's go. What's what's capacity at Commonwealth? It's like sixty thousand. Yeah. You're gonna need a smoke pit that holds about sixty thousand people. They better they better upgrade the ventilation right now. Okay. Up, upgrade the ventilation in an outdoor stadium. Yes. <laughs> They're gonna need some fans blowing that. There's just gonna be a giant cloud hanging. Around. 
Holy man. <laughs> this is something else. I mean, not since the ACDC show will Edmonton have seen an event quite like this. No. And f- fans of this show for a long, long time will know that the ACDC show in Edmonton, when they played it in Com- Commonwealth in, I don't know, what year was that? 2015, 2016, maybe? Yes. That is where our entire concept of Terry came from. You're right. It was a friend of mine who tweeted, how many guys named Terry and Gord are going to be at the ACDC show tonight? And I was like, that's really funny. Yeah. And we talked about it on the air, and then we just started talking about Terry more yes. and more, and it's been years now, and he's a, he's a, he's a staple of this radio program. Like I'm, We're going to have to go to that show just to get more Terry research and content. I really. think it's important. I mean, my boyfriend, he's not a Terry, but his music... <laughs> His music selection sure is, and he was stoked about this, too. He'd love to go. As soon so. as I saw the announcement, I was like, so are you Are you and Cliff going to yeah. go into this show? Maybe we'll go in Edmonton, and I can do some dairy research while we're at yeah, it. Yeah, throw an oiler jersey on, and yep. away you go. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I don't know why I got thinking about this yesterday, but what's your favorite non-swear word insult? Is oh. it like your favorite PG you know, thing to yell? Because I know you have kids, right? So you would have a lot of these. Yeah. I have so many of these. In, so many of these. In radio, we can't obviously say certain swear words, so sometimes other things come up. Like, one of my personal favorites is, is Ass Cactus. Ass Cactus is great. It's a staple in mine, for sure, just because it's it's slightly vulgar, but not... I mean, it's passable on the air and even around kids, so... You can really punch it, too. Ass Cactus! Do you ever do Ass Cacti? No. No, you never... Uh, actually, now that you mention it, I think I have... It's if we, if you're talking there. to a couple... Yes, <laughs> a couple yes. of Ass Cacti? Yeah, a couple... Oh, oh man, I got so, like, one of my favorites is calling someone a Manetti. Yeah, that's a good one. The old, the Starsky and Hutch movie with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller, there's one, there's a cop on the force who's always given them a hard time named Manetti. He's just this big dummy. So my friends adopted that one. That's great. What a Manetti. I do really like that one. I was thinking about it because, you know, you, sometimes your parents have good ones, but my mom, she only used Fooey. No, it doesn't have the punch. It doesn't have this. It's just, no. no. I was like, you got to get some better ones, Mom. It's got to cut more than that. I like donkey, calling someone. These are all for someone who's dumb. Yes. What a donkey. Yeah. Donkey's a good one. That's a great one. Soup head. Oh, yeah. You should have soup up in your head. Definitely, yeah. What a soup. Yeah. I like like turd burglar, anything, or turd (laughs) waffle. Those two are good ones to throw out the odd time, you know? I really like goof. And that one, I mean, every time we say it now, we get a message from someone. It's like, you know, goof means pedophile in prison. And I'm like, well, I'm not in prison. Yeah. So I'm going to keep calling people goofs. I don't mean it as a pedophile. I mean it as you're a goof. You're being a goof. Yeah. I can look a clown. That's good. Clown's funny, too. I like all the replacements, like for son of a biscuit or son of a monkey, too. Those ones are always funny. Yeah. If you come up with a creative one to end that off. I really love meat spin, calling someone a meat spin because they're just, they're doing nothing. They're standing there spinning their meat. Yeah. Their meat in their hands. Yeah, that's... So, how many SPMs yet there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the tack on that spin, bud. That's... What a meat spin. You're a giant, <laughs> giant meat spin. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend posted about a guy who walked out on his bill at the restaurant she works at. So she said she got his credit card and then he walked out. And the bill was several hundred dollars, apparently. And she was asking if her employer can force her to pay the bill. And I've, oh, I don't see how they could. I know. That doesn't you, seem right at all. It's weird because you've I've heard of this before, like where it seems like employees sometimes have to cover the cost of a walkout. And I, I'm like, that can't be legal. I don't think it could be legal. Yeah, I'm no 
labor lawyer, but that doesn't sound right. Okay. Um, it's interesting, though, because I have heard of a restaurant, and this is a decent way of dealing with it, too, but they ask each employee to donate, I forget what it is, like a dollar a shift or something, and it's for walkouts. So if a walkout happens, then it'll be covered by this this dollar that everybody kind of contributes to. And mm-hmm. if there's been no walkouts for a few months, then they use that money toward like a staff party of some sort. Yeah. And he, I mean, that's a little more democratic, but even then, like it's still coming out of the employee's wages. Right. That doesn't seem right to me. The employer should cover it. It sucks. Yeah. It's a bad situation, but you know, the people earning the least at the business shouldn't be the one who has it's to cover it. It's true. It doesn't make any sense. No. Like, it's kind of like when, it, I don't want to get into this debate, but it's like when, you know, servers talk about how if you don't tip, then they have to tip out to the kitchen right. and they actually make less money. And I'm like, yeah, that should be illegal. That, mm-hmm. I mean, your, your anger should not be directed at the customer who didn't tip. It should be directed at the person who yeah. implemented this system. How is that How is that allowed? I never even thought about that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's like how can you take money out of someone's pockets when they've worked for it? No, that I don't. That doesn't seem right at all. Yeah, it's weird because you you always hear these stories and you're like, that none of that sounds legal. So it's weird that that many stories come out that mm-hmm. are like this if mm-hmm. it's not a legal thing you can do. Very strange. I mean, walking out is pretty crappy. Oh, that's pretty crappy thing to do. Absolutely. But it, I mean, it, the the responsibility to cover that should not fall. To the staff, it's in tough, any form, because you know you've heard, I've heard people say things like, "Well, you know, you, maybe you weren't a responsible waitress, and that's part of why they walked out, or something like that." And I'm like, "But like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, as a server, what are you supposed to do? It's it'd be easy to walk out on a bill if you wanted to. Oh yeah, what are you supposed to like run you down and tackle you? Well, and you've if, seen that before too, where people are chasing you down, and it's like, <laughs> holy, and that's what you have to do to try and catch someone. Do, like otherwise, yeah." I don't think that would, I mean, depending on how hard you wanted to fight it, like yeah. if you value your job, maybe you just do it. But I wonder if the labor board would have something to say about that. I can't see that them siding with the employer in that situation. That doesn't seem right at all. No. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a message from someone who said, hey, it is illegal to make employees pay for walkouts. However, every bar or restaurant I have ever worked at made employees cover the cost. If you don't, they make something up and get rid of you. See, that's greasy that as hell. That is so greasy. That's that's act- like, come on. I mean, how could you think, like, a server is not also security. No. I don't. I was saying, like, the one thing is, you know, you want to take, you want employees to take it seriously, like, you know, to at least be cognizant of the fact that that could happen. Like, that, I understand that. You know, you don't want them to just have zero regard and, like, not pay attention and people just walk out. But I guess if you're a good server, that would never happen anyway. You'd always be attentive and you'd know. So... But, I mean, there are nights when you're busy and you can't get to every table... It's true. You know, every five, ten minutes. So there's a big window where someone could sneak out. Yeah. Like, I don't know if... Is it the concern that, like... You'll take advantage of that and then, like, bring friends in and be like, oh, yeah, they walked out on the bill. Ha, ha, ha. Is that the, is that I, the worry? Or I mean, if that's the case and if you can prove it, that's fraud. That's that's stealing yeah. from the company. And then that, you just then you, fire And you're them. fired for that reason, yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, other, like I said, other businesses have figured this out. Like, you don't make retail employees pay for shoplifters. How it's... This is going to be somewhat of an unpopular opinion, but it seems like the service industry, like the restaurant and bar industry is almost a little bit cultish at times where it's kind of like, hey, it's all of us against the customer. And, you know, customer doesn't tip. We're mad at the customer. Customer walks out. We have to pay for it. I mean, that's a dick move. Absolutely. But we're mad at the customer and not mad at management who has set up this system that allows this to happen. That's... Yeah, I mean, I... 
I, there's definitely a family aspect to, you know, the bar industry, and it's, I think you deal with a lot of shitheads, right? So um, there's definitely a camaraderie that comes with that as well. But yeah, when it comes to management, management is trying to like say, oh no, it's yeah, you versus them. That's an odd way of going about it. It is odd. It is, yeah. There's like this, I don't know. This is like animosity, I guess, but mm. it it doesn't work like that in any other business. No. You know, it's not like, I mean, if you work at a retail, if you work in a clothing store, you're dealing with assholes all the time too. Yep. But it's not like... And a, a business has to account for loss. That's yes. part of it. Like that is... Shrinkage. So if you're, yeah, if your business, you know, you can't afford to deal with these walkouts, then you're going to have to change something. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So a couple weeks back, we were talking about the great prank that you played on Cliff. Yeah. Cole's Notes version. Yeah, I put cowboy butts drive you nuts on his license plate kind of holder, like around his license plate without him knowing, and he drove around the city in his work truck with that on. Cowboy butts drive drive me nuts. nuts. Yeah. And then we called him on the air to do the reveal, and uh, the video was really funny. If you haven't seen it, it's on our social media channels and your social media channels, Shauna. Yeah, his laugh is something else. Anyway. (laughs) But now it appears you're in a bit of a prank war with him, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've been waiting for him to retaliate. Well, he keeps threatening. He's like, it's coming. I'm like, okay. He's just biding his time, mm. keeping you on your toes. It's, I suppose so. Have you thought of some, some, some that you're going to throw back at him? Have you thought of your your volley back to him? Yeah, I've thought of a couple, but you know the the thing about that prank, it was just kind of the perfect crime. You know what yeah. I mean? Just it, there, it's not much can top that. You know, like I don't. Yeah. So everything I hear, I'm like, ah, oh, that's just a kind of lame. So I don't know. We'll see. I've got one for you, because okay. McKenna did this to me last weekend when we were shopping together, and I think you could do it to Cliff, and I think it would get the reaction that you're looking for out of him. So we were at Winners, and we were in an aisle, and she, oh, she's going to kill me for telling the story. She she blew a huge fart, and the person, <laughs> someone looked over, and they, they see the two of us there, and of course they're going to think it was me. Of course. Right? You look at the two of us. Do you think it came from the the pretty blonde girl? Do you think it escaped out the back of those Lululemons? Or did it come from the guy who looks like he should have a truck parked in Ottawa right now? It's going to be me, the big dummy. Mm. So, That's pretty funny. Pretty funny. And no one's ever... I could protest. I could do... No one is ever going to believe me. Oh. There's nothing I could say in that situation where someone's not going to think that it was me. Well... Who ripped the fart? So. Unless it's a female. Other females would be like, I, I, know, I know what's know going with you. <laughs> I know what happened here. So I think, and Cliff would be horrified just, by this, wouldn't he? You gaslight him for that, yeah. Yeah, so you, you're out in public with him. You rip one. And then everyone's going to look, and they're going to think it's him for but, sure. They're not going to think it's you. That morning, he just sees me eating a bunch of beans. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Beans for breakfast? What nice. are you working? It's fine. <laughs> it's a little project I got on the whole go bunch here. of milk because I'm lactose and salt. What is going on? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just charging it up. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. So I've got a couple here for you. Uh, I heard the saying, it's time to face the music recently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder where that came from. That doesn't make any sense. Does it really it? doesn't. It's time to face. And it means, you know, face. it's time to face the consequences. Yeah, deal with the consequences. Uh, it's actually a military term that dates back to the early 1600s. So military officers who were discharged had to face a drum line as they left. 
Oh, really? So they actually would be played out of the military, essentially, if they were... <laughs> no way. Dishonorably discharged. Oh, man. Can we would, bring that back? I know. Can you imagine? You have to face this whole band that's just... Oh, this whole drum line as you, you walk get kicked out of, out of school and the, the whole marching oh. band's playing you out. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's watching. Everyone's staring and here you are. <laughs> so that's crazy. Or if you get fired... It's, oh. oh, man, they bring in like a mariachi band and you got to walk through them. Everyone in every other like cubicle and every, it's like, what is going on? Oh, another <laughs> one. Another one's gone. Oh, man. Um, and then another one I thought of the other day was put your best foot forward. Of course, that means like show the best version of yourself or whatever. And I was like, why would that be what you is it just very literal like walking? Why is that? And I looked into that and it dates back to a time where men would curtsy. And so in. 1613 is when this started, apparently, but the instruction was quite literal, and they were saying, put your best foot forward when you curtsy so that you don't fall fall over. Because it bears most of the weight? It does. So if you mm. had a bum knee or something... Yeah, don't, don't curtsy on your bum knee. could have been the same, too. That's, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, how, how often did you fall over curtsying as a man if this was a saying that was very commonly said? Like... Put your best foot forward. This was pre-ACL reconstructions. There must have been bum knees all over the place back then. And then you had the really loosey-goosey knee. You really couldn't depend on that at all. (laughs) Just, whoa, whoa. Don't don't curtsy on your bum knee. Then I thought about it, too. And men wore high heels back then. So I was like, then you're you're curtsying while balancing on those little... Them little shoes with the buckle and the the chunky heel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that makes it even more dangerous with your ACL gone (laughs) and trying to go down. Etymology with Shauna. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Okay, I heard this on a podcast yesterday and I had to go back and listen again because I was like, that that can't be right. Do you know how many episodes of the show Days of Our Lives there have been? Oh, God. No. A lot. 14,000. Holy. <laughs> that is insane. Isn't, I know. Isn't that what? 14,000 episodes. How do you come up with that many plots and that many... Well, I don't think they're the strongest plots. It's true. I mean, people make fun of soaps for getting so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you write 14,000. You kind of understand it now. Why? So it's been on since 1965 and it's aired almost every single weekday. And initially it was 30 minutes and then as it got more popular, it became 60 minutes long. And they don't have an off season. Oh my God. So they just film... All the time. My grandma used forever. to watch Days of Our Lives religiously. I remember. Yeah. She'd be visiting us. She's like, gotta, gotta go watch. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> well, there was a few things I thought of when I heard this. First, is that like the hardest working cast and crew in television or movies anywhere? Like, Yeah, like how many of them are... Like, how long have all these actors been on that show? Because obviously some have swapped out. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think the record was like 40 years or something. One of the actors wow. was on for 40 years. That's insane. Yeah. But, like, you think about even, like, late nights and talk shows and stuff. They film every day, but they have an off-season. And even the most successful ones don't last for 60 years. I wonder if they have a rotation of crew. They must. You'd have to. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't work those people that hard, could Crazy. you? Crazy. Every minutes. day. Every day. <laughs> and the other thing I was wondering is, you know, and you've kind of touched on this with your, your grandma. Was your grandma watching it religiously? Yeah. Is it one continuous plot line going back to 1965? Well, I... I hope not. Because if it is, I mean, you would have to watch it religiously. Yeah. And also, how do you ever become a new fan of the show? How do you get up to speed on what you've missed? I think with soaps, right, they're one continuous plot, but they, it's all like loose enough that you can jump in at any point and kind of get okay. the vibe of what's going on with them because there's no way. Because yeah, otherwise you're looking like, hey, well, hang on a second. How do these two know each other? Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. We need to go back 14,000 episodes to explain that. The new season is out, so you have to watch the first 48 seasons <laughs> to get before it comes out. Like, Holy crap. You know, now if, a, if when a big show gets popular, some people think it's it's too daunting to start from the beginning and, and catch up, right? Yeah. What if it's days of our lives? What if you have four, like you said... You're going to have to go back 7,000 episodes to, <laughs> to understand well, that this one. this character was introduced. Holy. <laughs> DNS in 20 minutes or less. I saw the most Canadian post ever yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was on this mountain forum that I'm a part of, and a guy was asking what size snowboard he should get. He was new to the sport. He was like, okay, so he gives his description. He says, I'm 5'8", 170 pounds, and size 11 snowshoe. <laughs> Cheeky. Snowshoe. <laughs> Cheeky. Here in Canada, we don't talk shoe sizes. We talk snowshoe sizes. Do they do they differ from I, shoe size? I never thought they did. I've never worn a snowshoe before. So funny. I was, <laughs> it just made me laugh because it made me think about you and the fact that you will sometimes talk about how you're 6'6 on skates. Always give your height on skates right? if you live in Canada. And most Canadians will know that you just subtract three inches from that. Right. It's about the... As you should know. 6'6 six, six on skates. Yep. It's kind of like how uh, during the pandemic, all these places have like, keep one moose away from each other. Yeah. Keep one hockey Measure stick. Measure one like hockey the, stick. Keep one hockey stick away from each other, neighbor. Yeah, which is always really funny, too, because everybody was like, that's not the actual length of a hockey <laughs> stick. You failed at that. But I was like, I would love to just walk into a store in a different country and just be like, yeah, I'm six feet on skates, only five five when I step into a snowbank, medium toque size, XL in a hockey jersey, and four inches with shrinkage. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.